0: welcome to another episode of the directors i'm dave alfano here with my partner cooper Knowlton. and today we are four days out from an event coming up trials of miles at the armory an event that we're really excited about and we figured it would makes sense to take 10 to 15 minutes and chat a little bit about some of the interesting storylines, the really unique format of this event. This is a, an event in full transparency. When we were given the date of of March 2nd, we were like, I don't know if anyone's going to show up to this. It's kind of late in the indoor season. It's a week out from New Balance It's and, and the Nike meet. It's like right before NCAAs. Like, How are we going to fill these six hours? And the response has been honestly overwhelming. It's an event where we had to shut everything down and go to wait lists almost two weeks ago. And the cool part is that it wasn't any specific age group. I mean, we're talking fast middle schoolers, fast high schoolers, collegiate athletes who didn't make their NCAA meet, but are still running like four minutes in the mile, you know, for for men, post-collegiates who are looking to run quickly, you know, masters runners who are looking to break American and, you know, other national records. So, it's really fun how it all came together. You know, we were previewing You know, the meat a little bit for this podcast, and we're just blown away with just the really incredible storylines, you know, many storylines that we're not even going to get to because there's just so many things happening. But I don't know, Cooper. Is there anything, anything about this format you want to chat about? Having so many different age groups under one for six hours.
1: Yeah, no, I I think we can just dive into our list of top 10 stories of the night. I mean, I think before we even do that, though, one of the things to note is like, we asked one of the things that we rarely do is this is the first time we've ever done it is ask people to when they when they signed up for the meet, we asked them to like share a little interesting tidbit about themselves. And I think we will never not do that again. Because just rolling through these answers was the impetus for us doing this podcast today, just because like, obviously, when you have the pros, when you have these super fast high schoolers, you kind of know those stories. And We'll touch on a few of those, but I'm going to just jump in as kind of like our number one story was rolling through kind of those interesting tidbits and seeing just how many insanely fast masters runners we have specifically masters runners who are using this meat to to chase some like really impressive american records and it looks like one person is even chasing potentially a world record you know jennifer harvey's 55 years old looks like she's going to be chasing an american record for women 55 to 59 she's racing in heat six i believe she's looking to dip under 519.8 So keep an eye on Jennifer Harvey. Mark Williams, who's 51, looks like he's going for the 800 meter world record. He's in heat eight of the 800. I think it's sub two. I'm I'm almost positive it's sub two. It's like 158.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, I've I've been lucky to know Mark over the last few years. I mean, this is a guy that's going after it at 51 years old, who we should have known the record coming in, but it's close to two if it's not under two, which At 50 plus years old, it's just incredible. Crazy, crazy.
1: Yeah, just a few more here. Chris McDonald's coming in from Boulder, Colorado. He's potentially he there were some caveats in his notes but i think he's maybe looking to run the 55 uh, plus american record which is 442 last one i have here is sasha scott who currently has the 45 plus american record for the mile at 459 indoors and 456 outdoors but keep an eye on those times again just to kind of reiterate what i said like we could very easily have this meet and and no one would even know that these things are happening but it's so cool to just sort of like run through that list of of comments and see all these things so like we will definitely our commentators if you're watching the live stream at home our commentators will be calling this out if you're in stadium we will definitely be calling these things out uh hopefully we see some we see some american records go down but as someone who is very precariously close to being a masters runner myself when i saw this i it got me super excited to know that in a few years from now i can chase some fast times and that there's some opportunities for it so that was the first story that i had dave maybe i'll throw it over to you and you can chat a little bit about Uh, the high school talent we have.
0: Yeah. So this is the last weekend coming up to qualify for the New Balance National Indoor Meet or the Nike National Meet. So there's quite a few kids that we found who are using this meet to qualify. We'll, We'll rattle off a couple of them if we missed yours. Apologies. But we got Colin Dempsey's from North Delaware. He's 13. He's trying to qualify for the middle school mile. So he'll be in heat seven. You can watch out for him. It looks like we have Bella Miglior from Beacon, who's looking to run sub 222 in the in the women's eight. So, hopefully, that can get her close to qualifying. We have Masaki Makino from New York City. He's looking to get into the emerging elite field at Nike, so he's looking for a 426 in heat 13. It looks like we have Niraj Kolkarni. He's actually coming up from Texas for this. Uh, he's seated at 415, so to qualify for New Balance, at least you have to run under 420. So, definitely keep an eye for him couple more, we have Rohan Moore. He's coming from Pasadena, Maryland, seated at 156 in the men's seated eight. So that'll definitely get him into either Nike or New Balance if he hits it. And then in the 5K, we have Jacob Gordon from the Emerging Elites up in Massachusetts. He's racing in the 5K for a chance to get into NBNI. Um, and so the, the one other thing about this event that's that's kind of cool is that for better or worse, we have pacers in every single race you know, the one thing with pacing obviously is you could give them a target and anything can happen. You can go a little too slow or a little too fast, but in most circumstances, that's going to set up a favorable result for these kids. So, we have a couple other speedy high schoolers to talk. Yeah,
1: we can... We can talk more about them. But yeah, I mean, kind of what we were saying too with the date. I mean, I know that New York and New Jersey have their meet a champion state meet this weekend. So obviously we don't see a lot of New York and New Jersey kids or top New York and New Jersey kids in the heat sheets. There are definitely some some mixed in there, but definitely it's cool to see some people from Texas. I know there's a kid from California coming in. You know, if you live in those states, you don't have a lot, a lot of opportunities to run indoor track. So yeah, cool to see, cool to see these kids who are going to be chasing fast times. Again, we will definitely try to highlight some of them have our cameramen and the the commentators calling them out so we know because getting internationals is a pretty big deal. So it'll be will be fun to see fun to see those stories play out. With that said, Dave, maybe we can go to number three on our list, which is uh, a real stud in the in the women's two mile to keep an eye on.
0: Yeah. So so some of these pro fields came together really nicely. You know, USA's just just finished and you know a lot of Pro athletes decided to shut things down, but a lot decided to keep it going. So Taylor Warner is the top seed in the women's two miles. She ran for University of Arkansas and she runs professionally for Puma Elite down in North Carolina. She's training with Courtney Fryericks and she's got an incredible cast of training partners, right? I think Fiona O'Keefe just won the Olympic trials there. Yeah. So she's running a two mile. They're they're setting some quick pacing up for her. She ran 1503 for the 5K this past spring. Two miles kind of an interesting distance where it doesn't necessarily if you hit a time, it doesn't qualify you for, you know, the Olympics per se. But it's gonna be really fun to see her in that women's field going after something, something pretty quick.
1: Yeah. This, this one is going to sound like a shameless plug for one of our partners, Tracksmith I'm wearing the Tracksmith hat for this, for this pod and you're wearing the Tracksmith shirt. Look at that. Tracksmith is the presenting sponsor of this event and they have a promotion going on right now, which is if you hit a PR in any distance up until the month of April, you get a hundred dollar gift card from Tracksmith, a hundred dollars off on your next purchase. So when we sent this out, like I am sure that a ton of people at this event, you know, when when we were going through those comments, the number of people who said I'm aiming for a PR in the mile, aiming for a PR in the 800. I think there's going to be a lot of people who are running at the Armory who will finish cross the finish line and immediately be logging into Tracksmith and purchasing some stuff because we're going to have a lot of PRs. We have pacers in every heat. We're we're setting people up for for running some fast times. So yeah, so I'm excited to see how much money Tracksmith burns on these gift cards from trials and miles at the Armory. We're hoping it's a big number.
0: Totally, totally. All right, well, let's let's shift gears into our next storyline. We talked about a few high schoolers who are looking to qualify for their national meet, but there's a couple high schoolers who are looking to really get into the fastest heat for their respective national heat. Uh, so let's talk about a couple that are registered. Uh, first, we have uh, Marcus Riley, who is uh, an NIL athlete. He's from Massachusetts. He's seated at four o two, and honestly, based off of the fact that he ran a three forty five for 1500 last spring it doesn't really sound unrealistic for him to run something close to that which which will surely get him into the seeded heat if he's not already in there. Uh, looks like he ran a, a 600 last week a pretty quick one in 121 so he's rounding in a good form. We're excited to have him. Let's let's talk about some west coast folk here. Will Brunner won the Colorado cross state championship for for 4A. Uh, some impressive 5k times. I, you know, I saw one at 1447, one at 1457. I'm, I'm sure some of that's at elevation. He's seated at 406. So hopefully coming, I don't know if he lives at elevation, coming down to some sea level, uh quick armory racing, but excited to have him. We have Chase Gilbert from old Lyme, Connecticut. She's seated right around 1030 in the two mile. Looks like she's coming back from an injury, but she, you know, she's had some pretty quick times in the spring and so she'll be in that seated women's heat. We'll have pacing set up to kind of get that big group going toward a ten thirty goal. And then lastly, we have Ethan Walther. He's a high schooler, 16-year-old from Delaware. He, he ran 154 last year. He he is in the seated heat, and the seated heat is, is pretty quick. We have a couple one, 146 and 147 guy. Looks like Ethan ran at the Milrose games in the miles, so he's definitely a talented I'm not sure if he's a sophomore or a junior, but he'll be looking to set himself up for a good result to get into hopefully one of the faster sections at national. So, there's some fast high schoolers coming that are going to mix it up with uh, some of the pros, some of the post-collegiates. It's pretty exciting stuff. Go from master's to high school. Uh, why don't we switch from high school to pro right here? You know, We talked a little bit about the women's two-mile, but we have a, a pretty quick men's two-mile on tap here also with four or five pretty recognizable names for US distance running fans who follow the sport. So, let's let's start with Thomas Radcliffe. He went to Stanford. He runs for the Bowerman Group. He ran 13 14 this winter. I ran a 354 mile last year, so I mean, obviously, you know, I think the pace I think the pace for this for this heat, they're looking to go through in like 408 for the mile. So, we might witness a, you know, a sub 8:15 eight, 2 mile, which would be pretty pretty cool for a Saturday night. His teammate, Kieran Tuntavi, did I pronounce that correctly? I think that's right. All right. Yeah, he ran for uh, he ran for Harvard. He represents Thailand. He's got a 1308, 5K PR. He'll, he'll be looking to jump in line there along with Amon Kembo, who's another Puma elite runner. The North Carolina group is just on fire this winter. He ran 738 for a 3K, which, I don't know, the quick math on that puts him pretty close to what the pace is for, for this event. And he's already run you know 1308, so... He'll be ready to go. Ryoma Aoki is a Japanese runner. I uh, ran 3:54 for the mile a few weeks ago, and then a very recognizable name for for high school and American distance fans is Sam Parsons from 10 Men Elite, who's joining this field, rounding back into shape from injury. So it'll be really fun to have Sam in New York City for a pretty quick two mile, and you know.
1: Yeah, the, the the agent for a number of those athletes who who is helping set up this race, there's another Japanese runner. I, I apologies for not having it here, but there's another Japanese runner who just joined the mix as well. So we're going to have a really fast group going through that mile in 408. They have a fast pacer, uh, definitely going to be a fun, one of the highlights of the night. Um, going to be watching that race and just seeing how fast they go. But yeah, excited to see that one. Cute. Continuing with the pros, another interesting name that I saw on the start list, Michaela Meyer is signed up in the women's 800. She was, people may recognize the name. She was the NCAA champ from UVA a couple of years ago. She was also fourth at the Olympic trials, the last Olympic trials, the 2020, 2021 ones. You know, I follow the sport pretty closely and haven't seen her on a ton of starting lines recently, but she did. She did run a 441 last month. She's a true, true talent. So it'll be interesting to see. She might not show sometimes that's kind of the nature of of pro running as you see someone on the start list we haven't chatted with her agent or anything like that so it's possible she won't show up but assuming she does uh definitely keep an eye on her and we'll be we'll be exciting to see what she does and
0: maddie is also in that 800 maddie's super talented i'm sure she's going for minimally like a trials qualifier so i'm confident that they'll they'll push each other to a pretty quick time and we'll get that race rolling too couple more before we let you go. We have a, a pretty speedy men's mile on tap. You know, there's been a mile organized to, to try to get under, I guess 350 is now the new elusive barrier, but uh, a couple of really good names here, some local and some not for any Brooklyn mile if you were on Kent Ave last August, you got to see an incredible race between Eric Holt and Jack Ansi. Well, last two years, it's been the two of them. Yeah, true. They flipped positions. Yeah. I mean, and Eric too are, are in incredible shape this winter. Jack's been like on a tear, ran a 352 mile. So, you know, a sub 350 attempt is obviously not unreasonable. And, you know, you got Eric Holt in there. You have Vince Ciatti who ran 352 a couple weeks ago. You have Ben Allen from Empire who ran 353. So, that's going to be really fun to see. You know, at Millrose, we, we had a couple sub-350s, but it, it would be fun to see if, you know, at our little Trials of Miles event on Saturday, we could put up a fairly similar result. When you're trying to put together a race that fast, the margin for error is so small. You know, the pacer goes a little too slow, a little too quick. But regardless, having all those guys, you know, many of them traveling across the country to just get after it one more time before they shut down and get ready for the Olympic trials and Olympics is is really cool so
1: it's wild how casually 350 gets thrown around now. I feel like 350 was like a real, real statement a couple of years ago. And now 350 is like, Oh, all right. These guys are going fast, but it's really the, the sport has really changed. 350 mile is like, it's crazy that that's not a bigger deal. And a couple of years ago, 350 would be like, this would be a a, a major story. If people knew there was a, a bunch of people going for a 350 mile, but now it's like, all right, cool. We'll see how it goes. I'm
0: sure that the energy around that, and that'll be when everyone will be rolling in, you know, it'll be the end of the first hour and a half, two hours. I'm excited. It's going to be crazy in the
1: armory on Saturday night it's gonna be awesome I'm super excited to see that race go down i I will close things down I'm not sure if we've done nine if we've done ten i've I've lost track I think this is number nine but I think this is the last one on my list but we mentioned at the top that we we asked people to to throw in some interesting tidbits and I think one of the coolest things about this meet and just about running in general as we have 850 people or something like that signed up some of them are pros some of them are you know speedy high school kids master's kids but the vast majority of them are just like normal people who have insanely cool jobs insanely cool lives who are still getting after it on a saturday night chasing fast times at the armory which is which is like very cool very inspiring just was rolling through seeing some of the stories um Ryan Uvadia is out there. He's looking to run a 414 and said that he's due to be a dad at one month from now, which is pretty cool. There is Peter badinetti is a neuroscientist from the National Institute of Health in Bethesda, Maryland. He's 58 years old, looking to run a 520 mile. Maddie Berkson, who you mentioned earlier, uh, she's a mechanical engineer and she recently quit her job because she's going all in on the Olympic trials. She's hoping to run the minimum standard of 20350. So we'll we'll also be calling that out there during the event. I'm sure there are 500 more of those throughout the night, but it's really cool to just see like all the interesting stories, interesting personalities. You know, there, there will be a few pro events. There will be a few fast, very fast races mixed in the vast majority of these races. Five and a half hours of this night is just average people chasing fast times, doing it for the love of the game, which is, which is really cool and really fun to see and super inspiring. And that's largely why Dave and I do this is so that we get to create these opportunities for people to do fun things and to chase fast times. And so yeah, it's super excited to see how it all shakes out.
0: At the end of the day, it's all relative. You know, you're 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 trying to break 350 or you're trying to break 620. You're out there, you're running hard, you're sharing the same track, you're getting into a group, mixing it up, trying to outkick someone. It's I hate when people get into comparing times, but it's, you know, I'm excited as the boots on the ground that day to see every every section and and see people just totally. like, getting after it.
1: And, you know, we talk a lot of shit, I feel like, uh, about the state of professional track and field and the state of the sport. And I think there's a lot of, a lot of gripes, but there is something really, really cool and totally unique about running that enables like, a three fifty mile to happen, and then we'll clear the track with the three fifty mile, and then the next heat might be like people chasing a six thirty mile, a seven minute mile. You know, it's really cool. Like you can't. There's no real analogy. Like you would never have the Yankees play a game, and you clear the Yankees off, and then immediately have like you know a bunch of a Sunday softball league playing on the field right after. Like it, there is something really cool about that format, and about the fact that you can have all ages, all walks of life, and this event kind of really exemplifies that more than more than many. So, yeah. I'm rambling, but we hope you tune in. We hope you watch. You can watch it live on Runnerspace. You can join us in the facility if you're in New York. We'll be posting a lot on social media. We will try and try and call out some of these stories that we talked about on social media as well. Maybe we'll post some pictures and try and follow up on some of these storylines. But thanks to everyone who signed up. Thanks to everyone who's joining us. And we will, we will see you on Saturday. See you then.